It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Sports Today. Luka Doncic and the Mavericks completed the upset of the Suns in Game 7. And speaking of Game 7s, the Celtics have taken down the defending champion, Bucks. Plus, why the Reds' historic loss will be an albatross around their neck for the rest of the year. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. There are game sevens, and then there are game sevens when the home team gets absolutely run off the floor which is what happened on Sunday night in Phoenix, Dallas, absolutely blitzed the defending conference champions. And oh my goodness, we, we might have to, we might have to wheel Nick Angstat from locked on Mavs out on a, on a, on a gurney. I don't know what we're going to have to do. Maybe get a hose. I don't know, Nick, who, I mean, how could you have seen this coming? This is wild. What happened? How could I have seen this coming? There's no way. There's no way in the world that in a game seven, <laughs> that in a game seven like that, that no team has ever had more than a 30 point lead in the NBA in a game seven ever. The Mavericks mm. got it up to 42 at one point. By the way, it was a 41 point lead, and they 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 cut over to Dirk, who was sitting there just looking all smiling, happy. And then he tweeted <laughs> in the middle of the game, there's Mav, there's let's go Mavs chance going on in Suns arena is absolutely incredible moment for this Mavericks franchise. And there's one thing and one way that I could have expected something along the lines where the Mavericks had like won this game handily, not the way that they did. Obviously there's nobody expected that, but this Mavericks team has been playing with their backs against the wall and playing with more, We need to win this right now. More urgency this entire season than the Mm. Suns have. And some of it is because the Mavericks have, you know, they started off the season pretty bad. They were 16 and 18. They made that Porzingis trade. They had to change up some things with their team. They dealt with a lot of injuries and COVID and things like that. And the Suns team has kind of, they started out one and one and three, right? But then the rest of the season has just been them coasting. They've been so good and been coasting this whole season. And the Mavericks have faced, you know, the end of their season a couple times this season and have been used to playing at this pace of, hey, we got to put in effort right now. We got to play with intentionality right now. And the Suns team, anytime they've had to do that, we haven't seen that very often. So what was different about this game from from earlier in the series? And understanding that it was just, what, one game ago that Dallas blew this Phoenix team out again? The NBA defines clutch minutes as the scores within five minutes with five minutes or less left to go. There was not one full minute of clutch time this entire series. It didn't make any sense at certain points. The home team had won every game up until this game seven. And in this game, did it, was it even within five points at any point? Maybe when it was like (laughs) two, maybe when it was two, nothing, but it, it was, it's absolutely insane to see how this goes. And the Mavericks just, they turned out that they had the better adjustments. They had the better changes, right? They decided to, all right, we're going to trap Devin Booker. Well, I know what Devin Booker thinks about double teams, at least during the summer when they're playing, you know, pickup, but 
Luka Doncic has been the <laughs> Luka Doncic has been the most double teamed player, trapped player this entire series. They this entire season. They've been used to that. They've been used to teams trapping and doubling and trying to take Luka out of the game. And so they've been used to this. The other four guys trying to make things happen and then Luka getting back in the play. The Suns haven't been used to that as much as the Mavericks have. And that really took Devin Booker out of the game. And we have to talk about, I mean, Chris Paul just being awful the last five games. I mean, it yeah. doesn't really make any sense. Like my, my guy turns 37. Jason Kidd says, <laughs> happy birthday, CP. And then he just doesn't play the same ever again. It's wild to see he hits 38 and then all of a sudden he, or 37, he just can't play anymore. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Don't forget to check out Locked On NFL's reaction to the NFL draft. Get our local and national host take on all the prospects, how teams approach the draft, and most importantly, who won the draft. That's Locked On NFL, Locked On NFL Draft, and your favorite NFL team's Locked On show. The Locked On Podcast Network has you covered with all things NFL. Coming up, how did the Celtics eliminate the defending champs? Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. I use it for my fantasy football leagues already, but they're bringing you something new with their new over-under game. It's so simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, points in basketball, hits, strikeouts in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. You're not going to find those odds anywhere else. Download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game on your mobile phone. Or join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash locked on today. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash locked on today and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Now imagine dipping your fingers into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting. I happen to have just done this with my son's birthday party. Now open your eyes and realize that this is 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. Probably not whatever frosting you're putting your finger in, but that is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built Bar. I got my birthday cake puff bars in the mail just the other day. I've never had anything like them before. They're available right now. We can't promise they will be there tomorrow. So go get them today at built.com. And if you haven't tried the puffs, go try these other flavors. They are unbelievable. Go to built.com and get the birthday cake puffs now. That's built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Miami Dolphins shopping spree doesn't seem to be coming to an end. Yesterday, they added pass rusher Melvin Ingram to one of the most aggressive pass rushes in the league from last season. The three-time Pro Bowler visited the Dolphins before the draft in April. He joins Miami pass rushers Emmanuel Agba, Jalen Phillips, and Andrew Van Ginkle on a rotation that blitzed on 38% of opponent dropbacks in 2021, the second highest rate in the league. And the Dolphins' sack rate of 7.3% was seventh in the league last season. While the majority of the Dolphins' major additions this offseason have come on the offensive side of the ball, you may have heard of 
Tyreek Hill. Ingram represents their biggest defensive addition to date. They are trying to win right now, but is Tua the guy to do it? We'll see about that. The New York Rangers are moving on after a dramatic victory over the Pittsburgh Penguins in Game 7. Holy wow, the New York Rangers just beat the Pittsburgh Penguins in Game 7 in overtime. Artemi Panarin, the hero, Mika Zibanejad, also the hero, tying the game with, what was it, like 4 minutes and 45 seconds left there. Just absolutely incredible stuff. Uh, third time in the last decade that the Rangers have bounced back from a 3-1 to deficit, come back to wins the second time they've done it to the Penguins. And... I mean, doing that after just getting flat out embarrassed and run out of the rink in game four to turn this series around and come back like this. Uh, Igor Shesterkin was the man in this game last night and uh, just an incredible, one of the most emotionally draining playoff series. I think you can probably see it in my face right now that I have ever been a part of. I mean, I'm not really a part of it. We're, we're all fans here looking at this, but my God, just absolutely incredible stuff. And uh, I don't know how I'm gonna get through the next round. I don't know how Ranger fans are gonna get through the next round. I will say though, uh, playing game one against the Hurricanes, obviously you want to start uh, strong and get a win. It's going to be nice that the Rangers' season isn't on the line. If you lose, your season isn't over. So I think all Ranger fans should take a minute to appreciate that fact. Obviously, they want to win. I'm already looking forward to playing the Canes. They're an unbelievable team, and uh, they just had a heck of a series win against the Bruins. One of the best uh, starts to a Stanley Cup playoffs I can ever remember. These series have just been incredible. And on the diamond, the Yankees had a great weekend and hit a mark in the win-loss column that brings a bit of future pressure with it. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees beat the White Sox 5-1. They won three out of four. Pretty good. They're now 25-9 on the season. And in case you didn't know this, the last three teams to start off 25-9 in the past 17-ish seasons. The 2018 Red Sox won the World Series. The 2016 Cubs won the World Series. The 2005 White Sox won the World Series. No pressure, Yankees. Nestor Cortez Jr. being the ace of the staff as usual, throwing eight innings of one-run ball. The one run came on a home run, but, you know, it took until the bottom of the eighth for that to happen. He was rolling and no harm, no foul because the Yankees ended up winning. Here is another story you need to know. The Boston Celtics dominated a game seven at home 109-81 against Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks. It was the Grant Williams show in a an incredible display from, from him. And I don't think anyone had that on their bingo card. Maybe my my guest from Locked On Celtics, John Corrales, did in fact have it. Maybe he was all over this, John. <laughs> this was this was one of the more improbable outcomes. Like you could have said, okay, Boston won. Even Boston won impressively. I don't think uh, Grant Williams being the best player on the floor was the outcome anyone predicted in this one. No, not necessarily. No, not necessarily. Um, this, this was uh, so before the game. What I, what I saw was um, there, there was going to be a a Kelly Olynyk, right? There was going to be a guy who mm-hmm. um, I, I knew was Game Seven was going to be weird because no, neither team is going to say, "Yeah, we're going to single cover your best guys, and you're going, we're just going to roll with it and whatever." Like, no, 
the the Bucks were not going to sit there and say Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, come beat us. They're going to say we're going to dare somebody else to beat you. And and so I did pick Grant before the game to 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 be that guy, not necessarily in this particular fashion, but I I, I did feel like somebody on one of these two teams was going to be the twenty point game uh, guy that that kind of swung the game for his team. And I thought Grant was a great candidate because he had hit like he had he's had great shooting games in this series and in these playoffs and throughout the regular season. And he'd been tentative and kind of up faking his way out of shots and driving into a crowd and all of that stuff in, in the past couple of games. And I thought, you know what, home game, the role players at home thing, I thought Grant could be the guy to to kind of step up I, I did not anticipate I'd love to be able to say I thought he was going to hit seven of 18 three-pointers <laughs> but no one could have saw that could have seen that coming I thought he was going to do a little bit a little bit differently but I, I do think Grant as as the guy to step up yeah I, I, that that is something that I I kind of thought could be possible the Bucks shoot under 37 percent from the game from the floor they shoot 12 percent mm. from three four of 33 how much of that was really good Celtic defense and how much of that was just Milwaukee missing shots yeah I mean something is a little bit of both right it's it's some of it is you're it's the reverse of what I just said for the Celtics like you, you're just not gonna let Giannis be the guy that 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 be the only guy that burns you right you gotta right. let you gotta say hey look if you're gonna put Grayson Allen on the floor then, then he's going to hit some shots, right? And, and same with these and other guys. And he didn't. He didn't hit anything. Like he, he, Wesley Matthews, Pat Connaughton, uh, Drew Holiday. None of them hit a three pointer. So that, that's that's exactly what the Celtics wanted to do. And, and then you factor in Giannis just getting just beat to hell. And this is why it was important for the Celtics to have this game seven at home. And you go back to that last regular season game, hmm. and you can you can say, well, well, the Celtics are playing it up, and they, you know the, we we made the right choice and all that stuff. But the Bucks did actively choose to avoid Brooklyn, okay. and they did say we're willing to give up that game seven potential game seven at home, and this is the price you pay when you get to this level, when you get to this point, and maybe they didn't see this kind of thing coming, but both of these teams were beaten down and it was the Celtics that had the adrenaline boost of a home crowd. And it's as simple as that. When you hit a shot and that crowd is, is, you know, chanting and, and roaring and the other team calls a timeout and the, the announcers like timeout Milwaukee. And you, you feel that little extra something. <laughs> and, and that's, that's going to carry, that's going to carry a team through. It's it's a mental thing, but at this point, it's about who can cheat the human condition more than the other team. Who can do the inhuman thing longer than the other team? And that's what home court is. Coming up, in a 162-game season, certain losses stick out more than others. But usually, they can be overcome with ease. That's the beauty of 162 games. The Reds, however, upped the ante. That's next. Here's what to look for on Bet Online, your number one spot for all your daily gambling needs. There are three big favorites on the MLB slate on Monday. The Miami Marlins are monster favorites against the Washington Nationals. Bet Online likes the fish. 
to the tune of minus 200 on the money line. The New York Yankees also favorites on the road against the Baltimore Orioles. They are also minus 200 to win in the late game. Features a heavily favored L.A. Dodgers team against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Bet online likes the Dodgers minus 225 to win. Bet online where the game starts. The Cincinnati Reds kept the Pittsburgh Pirates from getting a hit. That kind of pitching accomplishment usually follows with a win. But the Reds became just the sixth team in Major League Baseball history to lose a game in which they tossed a no-hitter. Yes, you heard that right. Our Locked On host, Jeff Carr, believes this will stick with them for a while. When it comes to this loss for the Cincinnati Reds, this is something that's going to stick with this team. I know that there were a lot of positive uh, language, a lot of positive stuff that they were saying in the postgame pressers, like from David Bell and, and Hunter Green and Art Warren and Armas Garcia. But honestly, this is the kind of regular season loss in a 162-game season that will actually hurt. This is the kind of thing that the Reds have to figure out exactly how to bounce back from. Part of that is getting healthy. Part of that is getting the rest of the team back together. But you just became the sixth team in the history of Major League Baseball to throw a no-hitter and lose. That can't be understated. This isn't something that you can just be like, well... It just happens. Yeah, there's a little bit of bad luck involved, obviously, with the way that the roster falls and the lineup that David Bell had to put together. But at the end of the day, you couldn't score one run or two runs in this case to get the win. That's something that has to stick in the mind of this team that for the last week looked as if they were breaking out of a historically terrible start to the year. And we just kind of got reminded, yeah, this team's still going to have a lot of issues for the rest of the season. There's losing, and then there's losing when you should absolutely have won. And baseball has been around long enough that when you hear a stat like they were the sixth team to do X. That doesn't seem like a crazy thing. Oh, six teams total have done this thing. Okay, but baseball has been around for a hundred years. This is not the NFL where it's like, oh, the sixth team in the era where they kept sack stats or where they tracked passer rating. No, we're talking about a century's worth of teams playing baseball. This is a different kind of gut-wrenching loss. And even if it doesn't stick with the players, it's going to stick with the fans. And you know what? It's probably going to stick with the players too. Because you can't, in a season where your owner has already said, deal with it, essentially, when it comes to trying to figure out the future of this team in this city with their stadium and all the things that come with the pressures that ownership can apply. In a season like that, where wins are precious, 
a loss like this, devastating. And finally, Albert Pujols did something he'd never done on a baseball field last night. That seems impossible, right? That can't be. He's done everything there is to do. But last night, he pitched. The St. Louis Cardinals were routing the San Francisco Giants and didn't want to use another arm out of the bullpen to finish the game. So they called on the machine to pitch. Pujols allowed a three-run homer and a solo homer before finishing out the game and capping off a Cardinals win. Probably the first and last time Albert Pujols appears in a game as a pitcher. They, they probably could have just used an actual pitching machine and have been just as good, if not better, maybe. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go make your second listen, Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Coming up Tuesday, we get you set for the conference finals in the NBA playoffs. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.